Good afternoon. I'm David Bayada, CEO here at Bayada Home Healthcare. Today is Friday, November 20th, and this is your weekly CEO update during the coronavirus pandemic. Joined as always by Nora Triola, our Chief Clinical Officer. And I want to start with a call to action. Um, while it sometimes feels like we are used to the situation and are um, prepared enough that it might be less worrisome. Um, I wanna make sure that I ring the alarm bells that we are in a surge. And that surge is different than it was last time because we are prepared. We have adequate PPE. We have really, really strong evidence-based protocol. We have experience to give us the confidence of what we can expect versus the, the fear of the unknown. Um, and we have each other. And so we are incredibly prepared and which gives Nora and myself and our entire organization um, nothing but optimism about our ability to navigate this surge successfully. However, it's gonna take an all hands on deck effort. And I wanna make sure that I highlight with Nora's partnership, the importance of ringing your own personal alarm bell, your family alarm bell, and our collective organizational alarm bells, because all the signals are telling us that this surge is as bad as or worse than the first one. And so a few things that I really want to mention, and Nora can chime in to support as well. The first is make sure that you're doubling down on your own personal safety and that of your family. Has your behavior evolved in a way because you're a little more comfortable and used to the situation? How do you take a look in the mirror and say, maybe I need to go back to the hyper-conservative behavior that I, that I used in April when I really didn't know what was going on? Um, and certainly with your clients, um, both your own personal safety protocol and your clients and their family safety protocol is gonna require like a refresh. Talk about it with your clients. Are they still comfortable? How do you ensure that despite your level of comfort, you're not letting down your guard on use of the face shield, for example? How do you make sure that every I is dotted and every T is crossed? Because while we might feel more used to the situation and comfortable, it's worse than it was last time. And if we don't get as conservative or even more conservative now because we have all of the information we need to know what to do, we will not successful, as successfully navigate the situation as we could. And the reality is our infection and exposure rates are higher than they were last time in April and May. And we've got to make sure that we adjust our behavior accordingly. Nora, anything to add? Sure, David. Because uh, I think that the two, the two bullets you see there are really the just of the conversation. So, you know, uh, we know that about 50% of our exposures are happening from family, friends, things that are happening in the communities. So off work kind of behaviors. So that, that opportunity to make sure that you go back to those basics that you know so well, your social distancing, your wearing of masks, your hand washing, your, your assessing the risk of should you go someplace um, when you know you can, but do you really need to? So 
that first is really thinking about all those. And as David said, just, just being, you know, a little more aware of how you behave back in March and April, you know, and then when we're talking about the work setting, um, you know, it, it, it's so important again, to remember that you have the skills and the capabilities to be able to keep yourself safe. And, and it's different now because there's a light at the end of this. There's a light in the vaccine, in other therapies that are being developed. And so what we have to do is keep ourselves safe, keep our clients safe, and be able to weather this increase in, in positivity rates so that we can get to the next step, which will be the vaccine. So when you're thinking about you know, going into your, into your client's home, Make sure that you're looking at, you know, have you got your mask on right? How about your face shield? Is that face shield is bothersome? So some of the tools will help you with the tricks to tighten them up a bit, or uh, you can work with your clinical manager. We have goggles available that might be easier for you to use and then clean and disinfect. But all those things that you've practiced so well are what's going to keep you safe and what we're asking you to do and double down on, if you will, right now as we see those cases increase. Because really, you know what to do um, and, and don't, don't let that virus sneak up on you. Go ahead and use your safety procedures, both in work and out of work, to keep yourselves and those you love safe. Thanks, Nora. Mm. With that, it's a particularly uh, unique time because we're so eager to come together as family and friends to celebrate Thanksgiving and a, a really important tradition and time of year. But it's unfortunately uh, the circumstances and the environment with the virus um, really suggest quite the opposite. And despite all that, I think it's important to take the opportunity to express gratitude for each and every one of you. Um, to um, encourage you to do the best you can to find balance between uh, safety and, uh, and family experiences, how you might use FaceTime um, or other ways to stay connected to, to your family and friends. Um, but you're doing an amazing job out there in the community. Um, I'm grateful for, for all the incredible hard work and courage and resilience, but also uh, in particular for your uh, all hands on deck commitment to reevaluating and recommitting to safety protocol and support of each other to navigate this surge that is quite real uh, and quite dangerous. And so thank you to you. Enjoy your holiday. Uh, we'll be off from this broadcast next week. We will see you in two weeks. Hi, I'm Mel Trice, and I wanted to tell you about Beata's podcast series, Healing on the Homefront. We've got two podcasts. The first one is Clayton's Voice, hosted by Shelby Myers. It's an amazing resource for families of children with special needs. And Shelby, as a mom of a special needs kid herself, can draw from her perspective and offer advice. The second is Healing on the Homefront, hosted by me. In my job at Beata, I'm constantly in pursuit of stories. And in home care, they're everywhere. We delve into the stories of those living and working in home health care, highlighting the relationships and experiences unique to this industry. Please check out what we have to offer by searching Healing on the Homefront on any of the platforms you use to get your podcasts.